Good morning, everybody. You're with Amanda Plevel. I'm a board-certified natural health practitioner, and autoimmune research and resolution is kind of my forte and has been for the last 15 years. And so we're going to bring to the table today um, kind of just, just getting started with the issues of what I've been dealing with um, for 15 years and, and where my passion lies is autoimmune-specific immunology. And I think it's going to become such a popular topic. It's going to be kind of that 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 big go-to that everybody's wondering about and how can we resolve this and and what's going on with autoimmune because there's a lot of questions that are left unanswered when it comes to autoimmune and I think we're only now tapping into um, just the beginnings of that and it's going to be one of those more prevalent things that that we talk about in in the sense of disease and pathogenesis Um, and you probably know you (laughs) have quite a handful of people actually Um, you know, food allergies, food intolerances, the ways that we're having to change our world and what we know about um, serving food. You know, what's it like in the school system? What's it like in the restaurants? You're seeing gluten-free everywhere you go. Um, But this goes way beyond. Um, As I've been studying autoimmune and immunology, um, I want to bring to the world and, and open up in the scientific community a new discussion. And I've been doing that with my book, Retrain the Allergy Brain, and the um, the, the holistic recovery management plans that we use. Um, and I'll give you the website for that in the description below so you can kind of take a little a look at that. But it, it goes beyond leaky gut. It goes beyond an overactive immune system. And I wanted to talk about it today because it's our first episode um, after the after the new year. And it's, it is January 4th. And everybody is really like gung-ho about the new year. That's kind of typical. But I think especially after this past year, 2020, that we have just gotten through, um, everybody is looking to kind of see more sunshine, see more light, feel more light, feel more vibration. Um, make resolutions seem to be a stronger thing that's happening right now because we want to make change and we're like, okay, if we're going to live with all of this stuff, we're going to, we're going to change our lives. We're going to, people are feeling a pull towards, um, towards enjoying their lives, having peace, no matter what, no matter what we're going through. And so why that is a connection there, why this brings up such a, an important time is during these times of resolution and people looking for how to create their lives in a way that um, they're more happy about, that they're more at peace with, self-care becomes a big part of it. A lot of people typically will have weight loss goals or I want to eat better. And that's great. Self-care is something that we kind of tend to push to the side because we're always busy taking care of everybody else's needs and we've got demands on us with work and with school and you know the PTA and everything that our kids are going through. Um, self-care becomes a really important thing. And it's one of those things that was like, oh, that's kind of a nicety. That's kind of a luxury. If I have time, I'll do that. And I'm going to talk with you over today and over these next um, episodes, what the tie is with autoimmune here. So I'm going to kind of briefly sum it up. Again, you can go to the website page um, and, and take a look at more in depth. There's an ebook that you can download for free that, that'll even take you further into that. But I want to kind of just go briefly into it. What we have been missing is assuming that autoimmune is an overaction of the immune system, an overreaction, I should say. And then it gets into this very active phase that's hard to slow down. And 
I'd like to bring to the table a different conversation that it is possibly not simply an overreaction, that maybe that overreaction happens because of a cellular defense, a, what I call a trauma adaptive cell response. And I think this is why we're seeing so much change in food acceptability. And we're not seeing, you know, food allergies on the blood panels, but we're, we're talking to people that have a lot of food intolerances or strange chronic inflammatory issues that are not resolved with typical medical Western conventional modalities. And I think it's because it, it goes so far beyond just the physical. And so if we look at what these cells are doing and how they're feeling and, and seeing them as a, a construct of the self that make up the whole, we can see that stress plays a big part of it. I've done a lot of research into the vagus nerve and the parasympathetic and the sympathetic, and you are going to be hearing more and more about these entities because the, the year that we have just gotten through has been very traumatic for many. It's um, It's been very emotionally stressful. It's been very physically stressful. And our bodies have changed going through this virus. Our bodies have changed with the concepts and the limitations that we have been living through. And so there again, like I said, I think we're going to be hearing a lot more about the vagus nerve and the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. And we're going to be hearing about autoimmune creation. And a lot of it, like I said, comes from this trauma adaptive stress response. Trauma is a big part of it and trauma can mean different things for different people, but when the body goes into this trauma state, and I'm gonna get more into this in future episodes. Um, this one is about self-care and kind of a, a just a, a ballpark of what's going on. But that stress response, it's kind of like um, a big part of our program. What we work with is to assess is the body in a fight or flight, an active, an action place in its stress response? Or has it adapted to resorting to a phylogenetically older system that immobilizes instead of overactivates? And that immobilization is kind of like a reptile, you know, when they, they kind of freeze to make it look like they're dead so that their, their predator leaves them alone. I believe that the cells can create a stress response that accesses an older system from generations and generations ago that our cells have not necessarily released or evolved out of. It's still there and it still remembers it. And in this immobilization state, we, our processes can halt. And I think this is why we're building up some of this intolerance action and they're not true allergies. We're not creating antibodies. We're not we don't have allergies to the proteins of food in all cases, it could be that the cells just aren't engaging in the processes that they need to to move food into the body and break it down and metabolize it like it's supposed to. So you're going to hear me talk a lot about stress and, and we've all heard that for years, that stress affects your health. But this I really want to get in depth into so that we can see how imperative it is to create a world and create a life for ourselves that is not that has no need to be trauma adaptive. We learn through the traumas, we learn through the tragedies, we learn through the hard times. Of course, we don't want to take those away. It changes us as people. But we also need to see how we flow that stress, that trauma through the body rather than allow it to stagnate 
where the cells receive this vibration of danger and then they stay stuck in a fight or flight response. That's your sympathetic system that we talked about earlier. Again, we'll go more into depth in that later on. But when it stays stuck in that fight or flight, it's like you're constantly on the fight. You're constantly on the flee. You're constantly thinking in your mind how to get out of this, how to get out of this. And the cells feel that. The cells are in that mode then. The stress signals, the hormones, the neurotransmitters are all telling the cells that we are in danger. We are in stress. So how can we possibly create health? when the cells are now going into an armor protective state? How are we possibly going to engage with nutrients and waste out, allow waste to come out of the cells into the lymphatic fluid? How are we gonna do that when the systems have stayed in this sympathetic state, this stress response state? And so that's a big key of how we work with understanding why autoimmunity has developed in the body. Okay, so getting back to um, the self-care idea. It is not selfish. It is self-supportive. And the idea behind doing this self-care is, is I fully believe that when you are feeling better, you're thinking better, you're moving better, you're acting better, you are intending better, you have a goal for yourself. You see yourself as valuable and as, as worth it. So you do all these actions that that give you an environment of health, that raises your energy level. It raises your vibration level. And people can feel that. You can tell when somebody is really down or really negative, it's very hard to be around that person, isn't it? But when you are exuding this confidence and this this good feeling about yourself, that raises everybody around you. And I think that's a big part of how how you as individuals can change the world, how, how we as individuals can change ourselves and the world around us. We think it has to be these giant, you know, resolution steps that we have to take to, you know, create world peace. When really I feel like it comes down to the self-care, the self-care state. So there is, um, we typically in the medical world have been dealing in pathogenesis, which is the study of, of what causes disease. And if we continue focusing on watering that garden, we're going to constantly be running down the rabbit hole of, of all of the disease process. And we know it, whatever garden we water, that's the one that grows. And I would suggest moving into more a salutogenesis medical model. Salutogenesis means the genesis of health. What causes health? And I would say if we're going to chase anything, let's not chase down the rabbit hole of, of disease. You know, what, what causes this? What causes this? Let's instead in you know, put our energy into what is causing health. What can we do that creates an environment for health? Now, interestingly, you're going to hear me talk a lot about cells because I have a huge interest in cells, the biochemistry of cells, and just um, just the, the vibration and the entity of, of the cells themselves. I see the cells as a microcosm to the macrocosm. You know, it, it, we are these individual beings on this planet, in this universe, and we all see ourselves as separate. But we, we know that we're all part of the whole. We, we all work together. We all are part of this planet Earth. And Earth is part of the cosmos. I believe our cells are just the same way. They are like these little individuals. They're little us's. They're little people, you know, inside of our body. And they make up this big planet, which is our whole body. And so 
we know that they they have to work together for the operations of this body to happen. But I see them as individual entities that we have to take care of the health of each one of them and provide what we need so that we can provide this environment that causes health. And so self-care is a big part of that. And what I mean more by self-care is more moving into, you know, not just doing the meditation, not just going for walks out in nature, not just doing the deep breathing because you've heard that it's good for you, but really understanding what you're doing when you're doing that. Like I said, if you listen to all of the episodes, you're going to get all of the information here. But for example, doing yoga, not only does it connect mind, body, and spirit, um, but it, it, it engages the breath work. So you're already taking care of that. You're you're doing your meditation. That's all happening at the same time. You're working the lymphatic system, which is a huge deal when it comes to autoimmune, when it comes to chronic inflammation, when it comes to food allergies and intolerances. The lymphatic system as one of the five eliminative systems in the body is very important in if you can't waste out what the cells need to waste, you can't get that out of the body. We're not going to have health. Yoga is one of those things that can move the lymphatic system. Not only that, but you're moving the psoas. The psoas is a huge muscle that connects the top part of your body with the lower part of your body and it wraps down into the pelvis. And what's so interesting about the psoas muscle, which makes up another component of our autoimmune program, is that the psoas muscle is, um, you, you, you know how you you build and work muscles by working them and then they build. You cause you cause stress, you cause action. The psoas muscle is one that in order to build it, you relax it. And so that is a very interesting component of um, of our autoimmune model and the and the the program for management that we use because that psoas muscle connects down into the pelvis and it heavily influences the vagus nerve, it heavily influences how the body moves, it heavily influences the intestines and that 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 I call it this bag of myofascial net that holds everything up and in to the abdomen. And so, for example, yoga is one of those things that just combines all of that stuff. So you're not just doing yoga, you are affecting change in all of these systems that are really important when it comes to um, management of autoimmune and how we are going to resolve this. Um, seeing the cells as the little micro to the macro, we want to we want to give them love. We want to give them an environment where they can thrive. When we step outside to go for a walk in nature, for example, it's not just so that you can get out in nature because you've heard it's good for you. It's to get out in nature because you're walking, you're moving, you're moving the lymph, you're breathing, you're working that psoas muscle, you're allowing your mind to distress, you're connecting to the energy and the magnetism of the earth itself. But more importantly, in my mind, it's to get out and see the beauty all around you, the beauty that you are connected to. You have come from earth. We are surrounded in nature. We are made up by the breath and the trees, the oxygen and the air, um, the earth that grows our food. We are all one connection. When we start understanding when it comes to autoimmune, a big reason why it can manifest so easily is because we see disease as separate. We see it as setting us apart from each other. We see it as setting ourselves apart from health. And when we can see it instead as our cells are all individual people and we work to create health and happiness in an environment that all people can survive and thrive in, we are going to pull that into our body and create a new program, a new system in our body 
that does not manifest inflammation because we're not being kept separate. We're pulling it all together. Interestingly, you can already start this by, by being the macro and doing this out in the world. If we are taking action that shows that we are acting the best that we can be and we are helping all of the individuals, like we're helping all of our individual cells to be healthy and give them what they need, we can be generating that out in the world around us. We are all connected. What we see in the macro, we are doing in the micro. And it is a connection. Autoimmune is a huge rejection illness. It is a separation illness. And for us to heal that, we need to understand those concepts. So I hope you participate in the upcoming episodes that we'll have coming up in 2021. Go back and listen to the episodes um, that, that we've done in the past. They start kind of alluding to the parasympathetic and, and that component. But we're going to get into more and more of the components components that that come into play here. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to post in the description the link to get to our um, our holistic management plans, the site that tells you more. You can get that free ebook online download. And then I'm also going to link, um, I did a meditation this morning by Dr. Joe Dispenza on YouTube, and I'm going to put that link in the description. And it sounds very, <laughs> it sounds very, um, you know, space and time. It sounds, sounds kind of unique and interesting, but it really helps to connect the macro to the micro idea that I was telling you about. It helps you to really see the love inside yourself and, and bringing that out into the world and start making that connection from the macro to the micro so that we stop this separation and this fear-based mentality of disease. So I will put those in the links below. I look forward to talking to you again. We'll see you soon.